Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Kairos Living. So today, as always, I'm super excited for our guest and just to get to know her more. So she has just always stuck out to me as just a very joyful, down-to-earth person that brings just a very welcoming presence towards others. And so today I'm honored to have Abby Gage on here. excited to do this oh my gosh I'm so glad you are here thanks for accepting like a random invitation yes oh my gosh so excited (laughs) I can't really describe it but I just get like this random calling once in a while and you popped in my head to just have you on here and yeah oh so sweet oh my gosh I'm so excited that's so cool that you're doing a podcast and ever I always like that's always been something that I'm like that is so cool and people like run their own podcast like I think it's just such an exciting like fun thing to do so yes maybe you'll do one yes maybe probably not but maybe I'll, I'll just <laughs> I'll live through you through what you're doing yes. <laughs> so to the listeners me and Abby went to the same high school but it was like we knew of each other, just never really connected that much. But like I said, Abby just kind of stuck out to me as I just wanted to get to know her a little better. Um, and so, Abby, if you don't mind sharing, I'd just love to hear a little bit about you and like what do you love, what's happening currently in life. Take yes, it away. Okay. Um, let's see. So I got a GCU right now um, in Arizona. I absolutely love it. Like, I feel so blessed to be able to come here um, and I'm studying. So I've been doing nursing all year um, or studying pre-nursing all year, but I just switched like probably a couple of weeks ago um, into next semester. I'll be starting business management um, with a minor in biblical studies instead of nursing. Um, just cause I don't know, like I love nursing and science is super interesting to me, but I just feel like God is kind of redirecting my life in a different direction. So I guess I should know that. I'm living over here this summer. So this is kind of my first like full like adult experience of like living out of the house and having to pay rent and like cook and buy groceries and all that stuff. So that's exciting. Oh. Yes. I don't know. There's not, not too much. I do a lot of stuff at my church. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of me. (laughs) That's Abby in a nutshell. Yes. Um, So you said you went in as a nursing major Mm -hmm. and you just felt like God was calling you to a different study yeah so basically yeah I've like wanted to do nursing for a while and it's really interesting to me and I love like learning about the human body and I honestly think that like this year has been really awesome um just like being able to learn about all those like different systems of your body and it like just really like gives me such an appreciation for like the lord and like how intricately he created all of us which is so awesome but um I just like am not passionate about it and I always told everyone I was like yeah my like dream life maybe like I'll do nursing and be a nurse for like four years out of college and then do like stuff with my church or like do church administration and stuff. And I was talking to a friend about that and he's like, Abby, like what? Like why would you do that for only three years and then switch? He's like, why don't you just like do it now? And so I don't know, that's kind of what sparked it. And church admin and like event planning and stuff is just not super glamorous, but like that's kind of what like excites me more than nursing, honestly. And I don't know. So yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing now. That is so cool. And 
a little backstory. I wanted to ask you, like, going back to senior year, mm-hmm. how did you end up at GCU? Yeah, I would say, so I had committed really early on, probably in, like, November of senior year. Um, but, and I always knew I wanted to go to, like, a Christian college. But private Christian colleges are just so expensive. And it's, like, ridiculous. And I, like, even if I get, like, scholarships to different places, like, it would just steal so much money. And my, like, dream school was Belmont. And I wanted to, like, study theology at Belmont. Um, And basically, just, like, I don't know. It's a long story, but long story short, I just missed some, like, deadlines that just, it was, like, completely the Lord just being, like, you're not, like, closing that door. Um, And it was, like, really definitely disappointing. And I, like, did not want to go to GC at all. Like it was like, I committed so early on, but just the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't want to go here. Like this isn't where I pictured myself. Like I thought it was going to be going to like a really small private Christian school. And so I like literally up until like the day that I left for GCU, I was like, I am not going here. Like I'm going to like hate it and transfer after the first year. Um, but like, I just cannot now that I'm here, like could not imagine myself anywhere else. It's like been the biggest blessing ever to be able to come here. Yeah. And it's so cheap too. <laughs> I love that. It's so encouraging too. Like we all have a space to just be ourselves, but it might be like an unexpected turn of events. That's crazy. Yeah. That's totally God too. Just bringing you to that, that space. Oh, totally. For you, like what has made you love GCU? Yeah. I also think it's the community. I believe that there's like no other college in like, I'm biased obviously, but there's like no other college in America that has this kind of community. It's like from the second you walk on campus, there's like upperclassmen that are like reaching out to you and DMing you like hey I saw that you're a freshman like can we get coffee sometime immediately everyone is just so welcoming and every single day I leave my dorm and I meet someone new and who was like oh like let me let's get coffee sometimes you're like um let's hang out whatever and so it's just like so unique and the way that I just like from the first week was like oh my gosh everyone is so nice here and I don't know just that like campus is gorgeous and all the professors are amazing and it's just like I honestly like cannot find like a lot of like cons to GCU and um, but I think a big part is just the community is just so amazing and I think that's like one of the most important parts of life so just finding a college that had that is just so amazing. I love that because yeah the environment is important but the bigger portion to that is like the people and the community and just like you said like being able to go out and meet new people like just randomly I love that that's so communal and fun. Yeah it's awesome. Um, so far, what has been something you've learned about the college life so far with your first year under your belt almost? Oh, a lot. A <laughs> lot. Year, it's like everyone says that. I'm like, oh, you're going to like learn someone freshman year, but it's like, wow, you really don't expect it. <laughs> um, and miss COVID too. You know? Oh yeah, totally. It's just a weird season. I think that honestly, the biggest thing I've learned, and I don't know if this is like just a GCU thing or like a Christian like phrase to say, but I'm just like holding things with open hands. And um, especially with the whole nursing thing that I was telling you about, that was so like one thing that I was holding on to like so hard. Cause I really just, there's a lot of times I'm like, oh yeah, God, like I'm surrendering like my whole life to you. And then I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I'm in control and I, I feel like I know the best plan for me, which is just like so not true because I don't know past what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen past like in an hour where like the Lord can see my entire life spread out before mm-hmm. me. And so I think that's honestly the biggest thing I've learned that especially with COVID and like all the changes that I really can't control what's going on in my own life or like control what I'm doing and only the Lord like has my, my life in his hands. And so I think it's just 
you know, holding everything, every situation, every like friendship and major or whatever um, with open hands of saying like, hey, God, like you can take this from me. Give me whatever you want. Take whatever you want from me. Because um, ultimately, mm. like just kind of that, like every day waking up and choosing that the Lord knows what's best for me. And so, yeah. Wow. That's such a cool like realization. I think especially like going into college and you kind of like want to lay out your future, you know, because it's just totally. like people ask you, what are you studying? And there's this pressure to like be successful. And um, and I think it's like it's against the grain a little bit to like completely change your major and just be like, well, I don't I don't know if this is for me anymore, you know. Yeah. But just like you said, like we can't control really what happens in so much of our life and just living in the moment and like being present is what we can do. And yeah, totally, totally. Thanks yeah. For sharing that. Yeah, of course. So you've mentioned faith. I feel like it's very important in your life. And so I was wondering if you wouldn't mind like sharing just a little backstory on like how your faith began, like where you found that it was a very crucial part and important in your life. Yeah. It's like, like you said, like so important to me and my family, I've grown up in a Christian household. So my parents um, are awesome and they raised us going to church and things like that. But I think honestly, at some point, that's a very hard thing because you're just around it so much. It's kind of like for so much of my life, I was just like, oh, I'm just following my parents' faith. And it wasn't really my own thing. Yep. I think a lot of people who grew up in, in the church feel like that too. Um, but I think for me, it really didn't seriously, seriously click until probably junior year of high school. And I honestly think that that might be like a little bit like late in the game compared to other people, but that's really where it clicked for me. And that, you know, I've always been like, yeah, I love, love Jesus. <laughs> like I'm going to church and like, I got a youth group and I got all these church events, but I don't know. I just didn't really like take it outside of that. I was like the four walls of the church and obviously like our high school just there's a lot of like darkness. And um, those are like four really, really hard years for me. And I honestly, like being completely honest, like wasn't sure if I was going to like live to make it past senior year. And um, I think junior year is like when I went to the church camp and God just kind of like, slapped me in the face and woke me up and was like Abby this is like wow. not the walk that I want you to be walking and so I think that it was just like in that moment at like a church camp junior year where I was like oh my gosh this is serious and like it's not just uh like go to church every Sunday kind of thing like this is my life like life and death on the line and so kind of getting that wake-up call is when it really started and um, ever since I'm like, obviously it's been just such a roller coaster of there's good seasons and bad seasons where I feel like, yep. you know, oh my gosh, I feel so like close to the Lord. And then there's, you know, a couple months where I'll be like, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel anything. And I think a big part with that is just not letting your faith be reliant on a feeling of like, oh, I feel close to God. I feel, you know, so spiritual or I feel like I'm growing in my faith, but it's kind of more of a thing of even when you don't feel like, cause there's going to be a lot of months and seasons that you don't feel close to the Lord, but it's just, you know, like waking up and being obedient and being like, Hey, I don't feel you with God, but I'm still going to wake up and like pursue you and get in the word and stuff. Mm. And so, yeah. And like a lot of times, I don't know, I just, I don't feel it, but it's just one of those things where it's like faith isn't based on um, whether or not I feel close to God. Um, Mm. So I don't know. That's kind of just a big part of it for me. And yeah, like I said, like my whole life, I just want to hold with open hands. And so I think faith is just like such a big part of my life now that that's just the main Mm. focus of, of my life. I love that. And yeah, I really connected to that too, because, you know, like you said, church was always, you know, I'd just go with my parents on Sundays and it was that kind of deal. But junior year for me too, I, we found this like just really great church community. And I really found like a lot of mentors 
to walk alongside me in my faith. And I got an opportunity to be involved in, with like the music side of things. And yeah, it was just like such a cool community. And I really, really grew my faith there. And so junior year ended up getting baptized. And it really is like when you take that step, when it's like your faith, that's like a different thing, you know, and I don't know if you know Lauren Mabry, but I had her on a few episodes ago and we were just talking about how faith becomes kind of like your own thing, especially when you're in college and in that like exploration phase, like you're just exploring and you're open, like with open hands. And even though like, I'm not sure my college right now is the place for me, like I found a church and it was just like that step of choosing to go to church, like on my own, that it was like, wow, like this is my faith. Right. I'm pursuing this. And I think what you said too, just like with open hands. And even though like there's months and seasons where you don't see God, but he's there. And I think that's really inspiring. Yeah. That's so cool what you said about like, yeah, when you kind of have to, when you go to college, like making that choice to, yeah, like go to church and stuff. And it's not like you're just going with your parents anymore. Cause it's just like when you're in college, you have so much freedom to do whatever you want. And like yes. for a lot of people that could be like the last thing on their mind is finding a good church to get plugged into. And, um, but it's just like taking that step and doing that. Like, it doesn't feel like a burden. It's, it feels like just, oh my gosh, it's so freeing that you are going like on your own and like being obedient on your own. Yeah. So at GCU, like, mm-hmm. is there like a church that you've gotten involved in? What has that been looking like? Yeah, there's a lot of great churches in the Phoenix area. Like I honestly, for like Sunday services, still church hopping because I feel like I've gone to, I've probably gone to like eight churches and they've all been amazing. And so (laughs) it's like such a blessing, (laughs) Um, but it's so hard to choose. And so it's really cool that like a ton of GCU students go to so many different churches and we can kind of like come back and share like, you know, what we got from each service, which is really awesome. But getting plugged into ministry is super important to me just because I think that that's like how I want to step out in my faith is um, serving other people. And so I actually got involved in this um, church called Backyard Church. And it was started by one of my friends who I, I met in December. And he started it, the church over um, COVID because he was just frustrated that no churches were opening up and that no one was gathering. And he just like did not feel that that was right. And so he's 21. And so he started just doing church on Sundays with some friends and it ended up growing into this big thing where, um, yeah, and in the backyard of one of his friend's houses. And so it started growing into this huge thing that now um, we actually have it tonight, but that the last gathering we had was around 400 people. And it's a lot of um, students from GCU, ASU, U of A. Like I know a couple of girls who drive two wow. hours from U of A up to Phoenix to come. And so it's just so awesome. Oh it's just gosh. like that community again. And um, so we have that like a big gathering once a month and then small groups every other week that we're not having the gathering. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I love it. It's just like, I think our whole kind of mission is just to connect like young adults who are in the Phoenix area and to different churches and we have different speakers from different churches come and talk and, you know, Hey, if you like this speaker, like go get connected with this church. Um, they're up in this area. And so that's really cool. And that's like a ministry that I've been really passionate about and that I've gotten get involved with a lot doing again like I was head of prayer team and now I'm doing um church admin for for them and so, so cool yeah um and so that's been like a huge blessing for me is getting involved in that ministry and I just have to tell you like we don't know each other that well but even just through your like Instagram stories when you're inviting people to backyard church I can just tell like you're just so 
inviting and welcoming to other people. Oh, thank you. And I just really look up to that. And especially like, even if you're not a Christian or don't believe in God, like just having a place to go to, I think that's just really cool that you, that you do the media for that and just encourage people and welcome anyone. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. And I love how like that church started. It sounds just like so authentic and just like raw, you know, and I love that. Like no like big lights or stages or just like people that love the Lord and want to love other people. Yeah, um, totally. And that was like totally started out of, um, his name is Zach, he, who started it, um, out of the kid's passion. And that's another thing that I've been like learning a lot in college of uh, just finding your passions. And I think a lot of like finding your passion is just finding what you're like discontent with in the world and like in your community mm. and, and doing something about it. And that like easily turns into your passion. Zach, for him, it was, he was discontent that we weren't meeting in church. And so he started Backyard and it's become like this beautiful thing because he was passionate about it. Like the Lord placed a calling on his heart. And so, I don't know, I love ministries that are started like that out of like, like you said, like authenticity. So. I love that story. And I love your emphasis on how finding your passions can come from something that you're discontent with in the world and something you want to create a problem solve and help and brainstorm together and come up with new ideas. And so I love that emphasis. So you said you're you're doing like some of the admin work. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff does that look like? Like, what do you do? Yeah, so I just recently started doing that. Um, I started out like on the Backyard Church team as, like I said, head of prayer team. And that's really awesome. Um, I'm doing that now and admin, which a lot of that looks like. So we meet once a month for the big gatherings. And so I basically, my, my role is I plan out like the order of service and reach out to speakers of like what they need from me. Um, and then, you know, like schedule people, um, for worship and organize all of that. And then so that on Sunday, um, we're all prepared for that and, you know, planning out, it's like all down to like the tiny little details of like calling a porta potty company and like, <laughs> just, like right. stuff like that. Yeah. So just a lot of that. And then, yeah, like reaching out to people to help like volunteer and like what supplies we need to get before Sunday, just like making sure everything moves smoothly. So it's very like behind the scenes, but it's awesome. You're like the master of like the small details. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. Is that going to continue like throughout summer? Cause you said you're going to stay, you're going to stay out there. Yeah, so we're doing the um, big gatherings like once a month all summer, but then we're just going to wait for small groups until the next school year. Wow. Are you going to have roommates out there this summer? Or is it just you? Yeah, I'm living in an apartment with five other girls um, who I know like one of them barely, but they all um, go to a, like internet churches I went to a few times. And so they just want to bless me and are giving me a place to stay with like super, super cheap rent. And so... That'll be really fun. Yeah, it's a small, small space for six girls, but it's really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's such a big step, I feel like, for you, especially. Oh, totally. Wow, that's so cool. So lastly, about faith, I wanted to ask you, it's kind of like a big question, and you can take it however you want to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, how has faith added to your everyday life? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> um I, wow. I honestly, like I said before, I think that it's honestly like faith is just the main focus of my life. And it's something I think that's easy to throw around and to say a lot. But um, for me, like I truly, I truly mean that. And I think that I, with faith, I take it as 
like this life. I posted this quote on my Instagram story like yesterday or something, but I was reading in this book that of this author that was saying like this life, like in its best moments and its worst moments is just a signpost pointing on to like forward to like a greater thing. And I think that's been a huge part of my faith is just like reminding myself that every single day of man, I, my faith means that like, I believe in, in God and, and God who is, you know, creating a space for me in heaven for an eternity. And at, at the best moments of life, like, honestly, like my life is such a vapor and is so fleeting and honestly, like meaningless. And um, like, I just, I'm traveling through this earth, like on a way back home to Christ. So that's like when, once I like kind of like made that switch in, in thinking, like that's just such a game changer of like, man, this life is so fleeting. And because I have faith that like, there's something more to come, like, I want to make every single moment count and I don't want to waste any time like worrying about what other people think about my faith or worrying about like if someone's going to judge me because I am a Christian or um, I don't want to do stupid stuff. Like I don't want to waste my time partying and drinking and things like that. And it doesn't, I think a lot of people from the outside religion and faith seems like this like set of rules and like a burden of like, Oh, I can't do this. I have to do this. I, mu- I can't do this. But for me, it's like, I get to live, live in so much freedom of knowing, like, I don't care about those things. And it's not like a burden, like I'm not supposed to drink or I'm not supposed to, you know, um, party or whatever. But um, it's more of like, just like living in freedom that like, man, that's not what I want to choose to spend my time on. Because I know that like, again, my life is so fleeting. Like I want to spend it on doing meaningful things, like working at a church and like spreading like the gospel to other people. And so, and then like, that's like such a big picture, but just like on a smaller, on a smaller scale, faith. I was listening to a sermon this morning of just the, like, there's a verse in the Bible that says that like Jesus gives us like unforced rhythms of grace. And like, that was just such a beautiful picture to me of like every single day for me personally. Yeah. There's like that big scale of like, man, I don't want to waste a second, but on a small scale faith to me is just like, no matter what I do and you know, I, I mess up every single day and I'm not perfect at all. I'm so far from it, but um, like the Lord has grace for me and the Lord has grace for that. And Mm-hmm. Um, like he doesn't care if like the little things I mess up and do and like such a beautiful image is just like every single day I'm like just wrapped in grace and it doesn't matter what my circumstances are there's there's hope for tomorrow and that's kind of like the big scale small scale for me but I don't know faith is just like my main thing in life of like mm-hmm. this life isn't my own and I belong to Christ and I, I am God's and so um, whatever he like wants me to do whatever he calls me to do like that's what I'm going to do and it's a hard thing to put into practice but that's you know, yes. what I try to yep. try to strive for. I love the emphasis you had about just it's so freeing to have faith or just even believing in something, I think. Right. And I love that you mentioned wrapped in grace. I love that. Thanks for sharing, Abby. Yeah. I great question. It's been so great just to hear about just even a little bit about you. Yeah. And just like I said earlier, um, I was drawn to have Abby on this podcast, not only to get to know her more, but I've just been very encouraged by, I think, how encouraging and welcoming you are to others, especially throughout your faith journey. So uh, thank you. Um, we are going to change topics entirely, but I feel like they're kind of intertwined <laughs> in a way. We're now going to move to coffee because I feel like faith and coffee are like all you need in life, really. Yes. Oh, 100%. You yes. know? <laughs> so I wanted to talk to Abby. She started an account with your roommate yeah roommate 
And it's a coffee account where they, well, you should explain like what you post on there. Cause I love it. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Um, okay. So in Phoenix, I don't know why, maybe I just like didn't get out enough in Colorado, but I just feel like there wasn't that many like crazy coffee places in Denver. And I'm like, there's a few like gems here and there, but like overall, not really. But mm-hmm. in Phoenix, there are so many like really? amazing, yeah. cool coffee shops, like on every corner. And so it became like me and my roommates like favorite thing to do. And we both love coffee and like we work really well together like in school work wise and just in life in general but especially like we can sit down and just like do work together for hours and so that was like kind of one of our things that we'd go to a coffee shop once a week and try out a new coffee place and um we did that like so much every single week for first semester and second semester I was like Miley why don't we just like we should make it I was kind of joking about it I was like we should make a coffee account and like so that people like know what places to go to yeah. and we were like oh haha that's so funny and then we were like well, we might as well, <laughs> like, who, who cares? <laughs> yeah, and so um, we, like, we'll go to a coffee place and, like, take pictures. It's, like, so embarrassing sometimes. I hate taking pictures <laughs> in public, but we'll go to a coffee place and I'll, like, take pictures of it and we'll get coffee. Sometimes we'll share one just because we're, like, both, you know, broke college students and coffee's expensive, but, and then just, like, write a little caption about it um, and be like, oh, this is, like, the best part about this place and, like, if you want to go study, come here or whatever, or maybe don't come here and then we've actually like gotten a lot of like coffee shops reach out to us and be like oh my gosh like thank you so much for reviewing like this is so sweet so it's just so cool again like just like the community in Arizona is unreal but yeah and I love that you're not only like rating the coffee but the environment and like Mm -hmm. if it's the place to study or hang out or yes love that so far like what's been your favorite place around GCU Mm-hmm. there's it depends there's one place I really like called Luana's and that's like Luana's Luana's I'm not really sure how to pronounce it but um that's like oh my gosh it's so it's just decorated really nice and all the drinks are like named really fun things because the owner apparently the um someone who's working there is telling me that the owner named all of the drinks and like created this whole coffee shop when he was going through a breakup <laughs> and so all oh the drinks God. are named like super funny things like it's not you it's me or stuff like that <laughs> And so that's, that's really amazing. cute. That's a cute place to like go hang out. Um, but I don't know. I don't get a ton done because it's always so busy. Um, right. But I love just hanging out there. But then I don't know. There's a couple other places that are a little bit further that are really good and for studying. And all the owners of all the coffee shops I've been to are just so sweet and they're like, you know, we'll recognize you and be like, oh my gosh, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what is like your go to drink? It depends. I really like, for some reason, I don't know if this is a new trend or something, but a lot of coffee places that I've gone to have honey lavender lattes, which you wouldn't think would be good, like lavender and coffee, but oh my gosh, it's so good. If you ever go to a coffee shop and they have like a honey, and I feel like a lot of coffee shops don't advertise it, but will have the flavors. Highly recommend honey lavender latte. So good. (laughs) Are you like an iced coffee drinker? Oh, I'm yeah, sure in Arizona because it's hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have always been, but yeah, especially in Arizona, it's like the thought of getting a hot coffee in 95 degree weather is just yes, not it. <laughs> not it. I'm definitely an iced coffee drinker too. I just got into coffee this year, but it was like a game changer. Oh my gosh. Seriously. What's your go-to, go-to um, drink? Right now it's pretty basic. It's just a vanilla, like iced latte. Oh, yes. But like so if good. a place does that good, like I trust it, you know? Yeah, try different things. So, yeah, yeah, 
I love that. I love that. So what's the Instagram called for the people? Immaculate Phoenix Coffee is, is the Instagram. That's yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's another funny thing. It's just all of our friends here. Like, do you see everyone picks up on like the language that someone could say a word once? For some reason, everyone says immaculate around here. They're like, that's the word. It's like a lingo. Wow. I know. Okay. Everyone should go follow. It's it's instant serotonin. It's so fun to follow them. Are you going to do it over the summer? I think so. Yeah. And I'm going to have my roommate because she lives in Washington. Like, she's like, oh my gosh, I have so many like coffee stands in Washington that she's like, I can post on the story. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so. My college is in Seattle, and that's, like, what got me into coffee because they have such good, like, cute little shops around there, so. Yeah. Oh, I bet Seattle, yeah, is, like, the place. I heard, like, Seattle and Portland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you, Abby, and everyone. Go check out the coffee account and <laughs> Abby's account. She's awesome. Um, And thanks for just being here, Abby, and taking time out of your day. Yes, of course. I'm glad that we got to do this. This is, I honestly, like, (sighs) even for, like, all the people who are listening to this, like, I don't know, that you are someone at our high school who's been, like, oh, you are such a light and, like, all the things that you did in high school. It was just so sweet and so cool to um, watch and see what you're doing now. Are you wearing silly bands right now? I had to. (laughs) That's another thing. Yes, me and my uh, friend got a pack of, like, 75. (laughs) And that's another thing. We, like, gave them to one person, and somehow the word just spread, and so now everyone has to leave it. <laughs> Sorry to break the mood. I just had to mention the Yes. That. Oh, my gosh. The best. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I, even just hearing a little about you, like, it's just great. And I think it, your story especially just shows, like, we all live so differently, and we all have a unique lifestyle, but how we're able to just connect and, like, learn from each other. It's just so, so cool. So, Okay. One last question for you. I ask every guest, what is your favorite song at the moment? Oh, that is a great question. Great. We oh my it. gosh. Music is great. Um, wow, that is a loaded there. question. Honestly, okay, I I have a really like wide taste in music. I honestly like anything I like. I like country, alternative, pop, like honestly anything. But one song that has been really I've liked for so long that again now for some reason there's like those songs that you know you listen to like two years ago and it'll yes. come up again and you're like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Um Ribs by Lord is just on repeat I for me. I heard that. that song is just I don't know. Oh my gosh, go listen to it. It's like the the main character song, like I'm driving down the highway, the windows are rolled down, I'm listening to ribs. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love yes. how songs like so good. Songs can be perfect for the moment you're in. It's great. Yes, totally. <laughs> That one was called, what was it called again? Ribs by Lord. Okay, everyone, go listen to that. And so good. So good. Okay, thank you so much, Abby, for being here. Yes. And just a reminder to the listeners to just take each day as it comes with open hands. So see you next time and hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.